I'd been working with this builder, but I'd never actually met him. Someone had recommended me to him, um, spoke to him over the phone, turn up at jobs, all gear were there, I'd do the job, we'd transfer the money into my bank. And he went on like that for about six months. And then he had a lot of work doing at his house, this big house in Wakefield. So I turned up one day, went round the back. His kitchen was just like all patio doors, glass. He went there, his wife and his two sons, he had these two lads that were about seven and nine, F football kits on. Anyway, I knocked on the door and I just saw him sort of like walk along the patio doors and they're just like, they did like a proper double take. The mum and the two boys and they opened the door and the mum just went, oh my God, you're Jamie Johnson's dad. <laughs> and literally, I sat down for an hour and a half. I just did, did, not, did not get any work done. And I was like, oh yeah, that must have just been the biggest head blag. They yeah. not have any sort of inkling to just have Jamie Johnson's dad turn up and do some plastering for him. Unknowingly. I, I tell you what, they got an even bigger shot when I stuck my pricing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Welcome to the Mentality Podcast. We're recording at the incredible Wheatwood Hall Hotel Podcast Studio. This is a podcast that goes way beyond stigma. We talk about men's mental health and mindset. We encourage the type of conversation that will open you up to another way to live life, another way to see yourself and the world around you. If you are ready for that, you're in the right place. I'm Stevie Ward and I'm an ex professional rugby league player and captain and now I guess I'm a bit of a podcaster, a speaker, actor, writer, entrepreneur. I'm still working all that out but at Mentality we help men take control of their mindset by teaching them to find purpose, resilience and what I believe is the new success, inner peace. That sounds good. If you are that guy who is waking up to the fact that they need to do something different in life and the same old habits aren't working for you, it might be time to step up. If you want to start your journey with us, you can go to mentality.co.uk forward slash coaching to join the best team you have ever seen. Well, joining us today on the Mentality Podcast, we have got the one and only Paul Fox, friend of Mentality. You've been on the podcast. It third has been time, yeah, third time. I think that might be the most. I think he's the, he's the first three-time kind of third wow. time champion. Yeah, I've still not. You've been on you more feel? than Dom. I feel I feel pretty good, but I've still not been paid for the other two. Uh, oh no, it's, that's, that's yeah, it's clearing. I think, isn't it? Yeah, is it? Yeah. You know, we, we're striving to. Yeah, we'll get there to do that but that's a shame yeah, most of our guests do it for the love of spreading good mental health messages and stuff yeah. like that but no, no, fun I, I, like to, I like to do that but to help with my own mental health I just um, I've got a family and a roof you know to provide so it's just <laughs> it would have been nice but well, it's actually, a cycle innit on the drive here I overheard uh, <laughs> some conversations between you and your family my daughter what's the latest stress from this morning I text her to just my last text message to her was don't be silly kiss nothing back and then the next one was, let's not fall out, kiss. But what did back. you do this morning? And what was the first thing? Not the charger I'm talking well, about. Well, because... Um, did you eat all the I brownies? Actually just, well, I didn't. She thought I'd eaten all the brownies that Sarah had made, my wife. Yeah. When I am. So I went to see her this morning. She went, Dad, did you really, really eat all the brownies? She's 18, by the way. Right. And I says, well, yeah, I did actually make an elder. And she went on this complete meltdown. Yeah. So I basically recorded her. 
um, <laughs> without knowing. I said it's complete meltdown. I can play with it actually. Imagine if I broadcast that. I mean, I sent it to her sister. I just said for your eyes only, and uh, yeah, she wouldn't be too happy if she found out about that. So yeah, probably yeah. best not broadcast it. Yeah. But yeah, no, I think yeah, that's apart from that. But she wasn't happy. So apart from being a dad, Paul, you know, and a, and a really good dad at that, and you, a three-time and a three-time first time ever. Is there, some sort, is there some sort of award for that? Must be. Well, there needs to be. Yeah, it's, one, yeah, get your belt. You've got to have done something, haven't you? Like a champion, a boxing oh, right. champion, isn't it? Three oh, yeah. times. Do that. Apart from that, though, apart from that, which is probably his top stat, he's an actor. Mm. He is a writer. Yeah. Plasterer. You are a plasterer. Yeah, yeah. You are... Um, recovering from the hernia operation. Recovering from... What Musician. was it, hernia? Hernia. Femoral hernia in yeah. your brain. So you quite um, a weight on that as well, right? You're in a bit of pain for a while. I was at one point, yeah. It was an absolute nightmare, but it's all good now. You were so still running quite a bit though, isn't it? Was that an all right exercise for it? Was it good or I bad? I think so, yeah. I had it I had the most pain with it two years ago, which it was literally the most excruciating in the middle of the night. I felt like someone was sort of like doing me in the groin with a knife. I mean, Sarah might have been. She might have just been. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Because it stopped all of a sudden. And, and you then, did it lifting, do you say? I don't know. There's no way to determine how I did it. But I might have done it in the gym. I might have done it at work. Um, apparently straining on the toilet is a... <laughs> but I'm going to say lifting in the gym. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Straining right. on the it's toilet. It's a conversation. I feel you. How did you get your earlier then? Just like taking lots of shits. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. But the codeine's stopped that, hasn't it? The codeine did codeine. stop that. It stopped the pain, but it also stopped a lot of other things as well. So. Yeah. Stops, well, it enables a prickly cactus to come out yeah. um, every now and then, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, that wasn't good. But it was, it, it was, in fact, a week, a week um, today... I was released from the hospital. When do you reckon you'll be, because you're still in a little bit, I saw you walking and you're still oh, a yeah, little yeah. bit nervous, right? I'm just putting that on a little bit. Just waddling, yeah. It's precautionary, is that? <laughs> in case, in case um, the benefits. I don't know, they say six, six weeks before you can lift anything heavy. Um, is that metaphorical Because well? you lift, don't you? You lift yeah, all, yeah, don't you? I lift a lot, yeah, I've got a lot of things on my mind. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Lifting the mental I don't know whether it meant metaphorically, no, I think it just meant actual real life heavy things. <laughs> Fair so, enough. That's all right, isn't it? That's a nice little well you, holiday prescription. I've had many of them. Do you know I've what? had many holidays. It is, isn't it? Isn't yeah, it? You're the least person I've ever been I've had right. some holidays, boy. Yeah. For an injury. Yeah. yeah, but I'm not getting paid. Fuck I'm, I'm self-employed. Yeah, that's true. There is that. So that's the problem. And not being able to do stuff, not being able to do any exercises. Not that I'm kind of Daily Thompson, but I like to kind of offset nice food and the odd drink with a bit of exercise. So I literally can't do anything well we're jumping ahead a bit i think but should we just go into a bit of how are you finding being injured if for someone who enjoys being active and you know being out on shoots or being plastering and oh it's an it's a nightmare. i'm only a week in well i'm a week in and it's a nightmare i was meant to be taking ella my youngest daughter to go see dave at uh, park life and I, I i kind of felt all right to go but everyone was going like all my family was just going right you're not going so and it, it probably wouldn't have been the the wisest thing to do so um it's hard it's mm -hmm. really difficult mm. as much as I, I sometimes find exercise a bit of a bind i do really rely on it as well to to try and keep myself physically in check but and people say this you know so often but i think mentally the effect that exercise plays in your mental well-being in mine in particular, is massive. I'm already thinking, oh, I can, uh, 
they said heavy lifting, so maybe I can go to the gym and just, you know, just lift a few dumbbells, but I kind of think... You do two, 2.5 kilograms in it that you usually do? I usually do. On, what, on the on the bicep curls? Yeah, yeah. We're going to get into a pissing contest now and I'm to lift. <laughs> I don't really I'll, do I'll it. Stay out. I go to the gym with my 16-year-old daughter and I can't, well, she goes toe-to-toe -to -toe with me. <laughs> I, don't, I don't lift. Yeah, yeah, she's pretty fit as Ella, actually. You don't need to. I, so I, all I do now is walk. I'm a bit like Chris. Chris is a... Um, serial walker are you um and i've sort of i took my car back back end of last year when covid were coming again the lockdown were coming again and after i'd lost my job and all my um um sense of self as well oh. um i took my car back and i thought you know what? i don't need a car i don't need a car now it's lockdown i'm not going to be moving anywhere else there's no one to go and meet so i thought i'm not going to get one took it back and i'm like Walking is the best thing ever. Oh, yeah, it's quite liberating, isn't it? Yeah. Do you put podcasts on or music and stuff? Put podcasts on, put my Discover Weekly on, What's Spotify. What's Spotify that? makes like a playlist and it just oh, like... Oh, right. Based on what you've been listening to each week. It gives yeah. You a... I get the... Uh, I, I listen to the one that they send you at end of every year. Like uh, the top oh, 100 yeah, yeah, songs yeah, that you've yeah, listened yeah. to, which, yeah. is, which is class. Yeah, that's a killer. That is a killer. But the, 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 the Discover Weekly for me now is like finding like... You must know that my brain's fucked because it's finding like the peaceful jazz electronic sort of i'm like how's it how i guarantee you right have you been a recommended one which has got alan watts audio oh i've had a few of them i look for them Do i look you? for okay, that's why though i was looking for that the other day there's there's a few alan watts inserts who's into alan songs. watts he's like a philosopher kind of like spiritual well, like a ramdas type character he is a bit like that yeah. yeah yeah but like was a little bit was he a bit before him or not I'm not sure how the, the timelines line up they played Ramdas on Six Music the other week did they yeah, yeah yeah Alan Watts is in loads of like dance tracks like quotes about yeah yeah, yeah. mate he's the man it's he, really he literally it's really nice, I, I first listened to Alan Watts and I was like a bit lost he doesn't like. sound like a guru does he he sounds like no, someone no. might fix your boiler <laughs> he sounds like yeah. is Alan is he around yet is is he he around? Um, have you seen that Alan um, the uh, plumber no the, uh, the the philosopher Alan yeah. Watts Alan Watts yeah. has got to be a sparky right Alan Watts. Alan right you, you're just about to set off on this like new adventure of being a philosopher do you want to change your name to like Stargazer or something like that no man Alan's fine Alan's fine Alan's Alan? fine <laughs> Alan he doesn't sound yeah. like a philosopher I've seen some stuff he's, he's, he's the the one for if you've ever watched like YouTube videos like watch them in your yeah. life it's always one of his narrations over the top right yeah. American guy no, he's, he's English, British. British. oh is he? Yeah, British. yeah. He, um, the only thing I'd say about him is that I don't think his life matched what he preached no, that much. Oh, I think really? Towards yeah. the end, I think yeah. he went off. Was I think it he drink? was an alcoholic. Yeah. yeah. So, really? That's interesting. I'm going to Google him now. So he had a lot of insight, and he he opened up the world, you know, as if he'd just flipping seeing through it and trying to tell everyone about it. Um, and he's yeah, I think he was an alcoholic as well towards back end. Oh, really? Which is. is Slightly worrying, isn't it? Yeah, it is a little bit actually. Yeah, I've got yeah. pictures of him. Oh, here, I actually. always found that when I first was like, I used to Google philosophers because when I was doing philosophy, I was like, right, let's check out this guy because I really like what he's saying. He'd like, yeah, went mad, senile, uh, started talking <laughs> to his horse, and like, yeah. like what? Like, where's <laughs> the ones that are like, yeah. yeah, live really happy? Yeah, and thought... is like, I think he had problems with <laughs> multiple wives and drinking. I'm like, yeah. Oh, I've got him here. Charles Bukowski. He's yeah. got some good quotes, hasn't he? Yeah. But he was a nutter. Oh, yeah, Jim, Charles Bukowski. Well, yeah, yeah. I've got it here. Alan Wilson Watts was an English writer and speaker known for interpreting and popularising Buddhism, Taoism and Hinduism for a Western audience. Born in Chelhurst, England, he also trained as a plumber. 
<laughs> no, it doesn't also say that. Also, as a plumber. Mate, you're missing. Alan Watts has got to be a Sparky. Watts. Oh, of course yeah. he has. Yeah, yeah, definitely. He's got well, to be. That's why it? we're writing partnership, I believe. But yeah, that's. Uh, yeah, of course we are, aren't we? I forget. So that, you guys write then, don't you? More of a gag, man. Well, you are you a bit of a philosopher as well, though. You just you'd be on straight and narrow well, though, still. Yeah. Bit of you studied philosophy at university, didn't you? Guilty. Who the fuck studies philosophy? <laughs> Alan Moss. That's, that's what my family said as well. <laughs> well they, yeah. Really? Well, I think go down amazingly, but... What's it got to do with them? It's, is, that, it's, is that a byproduct of wanting to know more philosophy? Do you know what I mean? I'll tell you what it is. First thing so to see, honestly, was what's in The Matrix. Really? Yeah. The new one's mind. out, you know? The new one's oh, coming. Man. Is I'll it out now? I'm so up for it. I think it's Christmas, December. This year, yeah. What have they done with that Morpheus, though? They've, know, they've, they've yeah. cast someone else, haven't they? Yeah, what they Lawrence Fishburne, what's happened to Furious Styles? Literally fuming. was the best thing in the whole yeah. matrix. Yeah. He can't have been up for it, or he might have got too, he might have got put too much weight on or whatever. You couldn't have that philosopher or know-it-all coming on as a slob, like, flipping stains in his trousers. Blew me away when I watched that as a kid. And then I read a book called Sophie's World when I was, like, 18, 19, and I was like, Introductions. I think I brought a few. Yeah, I think you have. Yeah, yeah and then I've, I've got a third of the way through that. Dense in it. Yeah, it's dense. It's not for everyone. What is it's it? It's good. It's good. It, you can keep playing through because it's a different, and there's a real like twist kind of in the middle. Yeah. Like, is it work of fiction? Yeah, but it also works as. Is it a bit like The Alchemist? No, no, not really. No. All right. It's like honestly, it's like a history. <laughs> Could you not lie and just say, yeah, ca- <laughs> yeah, kind of, yeah. I do that all the time no, when people go, "Is it like this?" and I go, uh, "Yeah, yeah." As you know, you know it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I do it a lot when people say, "Do, do you know so and so?" and I go, um, I, can't, "I can't." No, I don't think I do. And then they, they pull up another reference and I go, uh, "Oh yeah, not a clue what you're talking <laughs> yeah. about." Two or three of them, you got to go. Oh, I think I do know. What you That's mean, the yeah. rule, actually. You know, if you haven't heard the question properly and you say it again and you still haven't got it, and then you're just like, "Oh yeah, yeah," <laughs> is that, that what you, that, you one of those? Oh, 100 percent, mate. I sometimes bail out with the first one if I haven't got a clue. I just think I'm probably not going to know it, so I'm just going to go along with it. But the only danger with that is if they unpick that then and say, what do you think about his early work? Yeah. <laughs> uh, not for it's, me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Bob did. Dylan, you prefer the later stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's David, that's uh, not David Brent, Andy Millman, isn't it, when they're talking about Japanese film? Oh, yeah. <laughs> he just, uh, Seven Samurai, is it? The one he's like, Andy, oh, sorry. Oh, yeah, references. most of his work's good. Yeah, Who's, that, who's Andy Millman? Extras. extras. He tries to blag him with this conversation ah. that he's a big fan of Japanese film. And then they start asking specifics and he's just like trying to go Do you know what? A kid, a kid called Anthony Collette at school, at primary school, this is... <laughs> This Didn't you tell me about it, this guy over there? I did tell you about Nicola actually, but that, that was it. That was another, <laughs> another story. story. This, do you know what? We were at primary school, Mount St Mary's primary school. We must have been about eight, and everyone was talking about a boxing match that was on at the weekend. And I was like, on the you know the edges of the conversation, they were going, "Did you see that boxing match?" They were going, "Yeah, yeah, we're right fighting." They were going, "I didn't see it." And I went, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, it were um, good fight, wasn't it?" And I don't know whether he must have he must have smelt a rat, Nicola, and he went. Oh, he said, that Chinese lad, he said, do you see it when he started getting mad and he started doing karate on him? I'm like, yeah, yeah. And he went, no, he didn't. Like in front of everyone. everyone. And it was my first example of like being called out He's for bullshitting. Yeah. And I still think, in fact, whenever I'm in that situation, Anthony Collette's going, are you sure you want to get involved in this? <laughs> and I kind of go, fuck it, Anthony, I'm just going to go. Cut you deep, that, isn't it? it I, I can remember, I can't, don't know why I had for me to say yesterday, but I can remember back in that classroom. Anthony Collette. 88, Anthony Collette. What was your other Anthony Collette story then? Um, it, I would just, it's just, it's just a casual one, isn't it? It was just a casual one, yeah, It was yeah. a urinal. Talking about, urinal. oh, that, that, that <laughs> we were talking about when you're in the, 
your urinal at school. Oh, yes, yeah, unwritten rules. And he was, oh, there is unwritten rules, but yeah. and one of them is that you don't wee up the wall, but he didn't get the memo <laughs> on that one. <laughs> and it was just about how he just weed right the way up the wall and hit the ceiling. And I just remember being like so impressed. Made it rain. Yeah, there you that go. was it. <clears throat> um, one of the reasons we're going to get you on, but this is meant to be like, it's been about a year in the making. We're going to do... If anyone hasn't listened to any of the connected episodes, they're all still on there. Still on oh, there. Still up there. Still yeah, racking yeah. them up. Have you gone yeah, back yeah, to listen yeah, to any yeah. of them? I haven't. You know, I was thinking of maybe waiting until we're really out of COVID and going back and listening to them all in one go. Um, I hate listening to myself. Oh, it's awful. Do you know what I mean? It's terrible. I just I sound so different. Do you know what we should do? We should do like a listen along. A live listen. We should on, basically yeah. listen, and then we, then it can be. I wrote that line. I wrote that line. That'd be that'd be good fun. That it would actually because yeah, they yeah. do like. Um, Tim, Bur uh, Tim Burgess does like a uh, Tim's Twitter listening parties where he picks like a, I mean, it's been going all throughout COVID now. He's done like loads and loads of albums and he'll listen along to an album and he'll get the artists to sort of like tweet along. That's quite yeah. interesting. Oh, it's really great. It's a yeah, massive, yeah. massive, massive thing now. Not sure we'd have the same. We wouldn't, wouldn't have the <laughs> same pull, like. but it's the same sort of thing, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. I suppose it's a little bit like the, uh, the DVD extras when you get like actors saying, oh, I remember this scene actually. And um, I would be quite interested to hear it again. Um, but yeah, look, we were going to do a connected kind of thing at the end just to kind of wrap it all up. Um, we never did, did we? Not we really, know. no. I don't know why we didn't get around to that. I think we just And it kind of came, it came out of nowhere because COVID came along and uh, my commissions were all pushed back and Foxy, obviously all your acting work was put on the back burner. Everything. And you were at a lost TV mm. as well, but wanting to get your teeth in something creative. Yeah. So I just pitched it to Red Ladder. I said, we could just write, we've got the recording equipment. We could just write little short five, 10 minute like podcast episodes and put them out kind of about and we didn't really have a plan of where we'd get to we just mm. thought we'd create these characters we did a little bit of work on them it was during the yeah, actual it was as it was pandemic we were writing it as you were going on it we were writing an episode on that week and recording it the same week and then putting yeah. it out we were kind of whatever the sort of like stats were or whatever was going we were like two three weeks uh, behind weren't we yeah but people could relive uh, what was happening three four weeks before so so in, in that sense we kind of we had that that material there whatever was going on we were sort of like we were using that, weren't we? Yeah. But so that's why we didn't know where we'd get to, because we didn't know what a pandemic exactly. would get. Well, exactly. And then we had an idea what we'd do with died. the characters. <laughs> and then yeah. the world ended. Yeah. But then we had the idea. So Leeds and Liverpool was actually really interesting teams to pick because they both went on massive journeys post... Um, kind of course, of, of course. Back yeah, yeah, they won the title and so did we. Yeah, yeah. So that was quite a nice angle on it. Did we yeah. end it with that? Can you remember? That was the final episode. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They were back in person for the final one. Yeah, in my backyard. Yeah, 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 yeah. And we, had, we introduced the deaf as well, right? So we didn't try. It was mm. meant to be kind of like a bit lighthearted and funny, but we did have. Um, Who died in it? I think it was your Danny's mum, wasn't it? Was I Danny? Yeah. Oh, Danny. Yeah. Danny's my flipping it. I can't remember. It's like a blur, isn't it? Like, spoiler alert for anyone who wants uh, to go and listen to them. Cut sorry. that. Yeah, it, well, I mean, yeah, I'd be interested to listen to what it sounds like. At the time, I, I, I thought this this is pretty good actually. Yeah, you know? I enjoyed it. I can remember on one one episode. There were good ones because there were some light-eyed ones and sometimes they were like, right, you know, like, mm. up for it, like, chipper, cheery, all that. But then that one where Danny's mum died, I felt so depressed that day. I didn't want to do all, it couldn't be I. And then, I was like, reading script, like, right, today's the day we're going to do that one. Do you know what I mean? Because I felt, I could fucking nail this right mm. now. I'm in that space, yeah, do you know really? what I mean? Yeah. So, you know, you might be able to... It's, it's weird. Listen back and say... Oh, it'd be interesting if people haven't heard them and they go back and listen now because it'd be quite weird to live, relive the starting weeks again. But it's weird from our perspective because as a writer and you as a performer, you're used to getting feedback, in theatre anyway, like there and then. 
But like, you can know if a joke's gone down well in the room. Oh, you know instantly on stage. Mm, yeah, yeah. That's I mean, what you mean. get feedback off stage, but I mean, nine times out of ten, people never tell you if you're No, no, exactly. Honestly, yeah. So mm. I got, we got the odd tweet, um, some really nice messages from people saying um, some lovely things. I think we got a couple of uh, like reviews. And got some really good reviews, yeah. Um, but yeah, if, it, it'd be interesting to, to see if people had any feedback. I, I was a, send it over if you did. I was a little bit worried, actually, because... We had good listenerships across Red Ladder and yeah, Mantelli, so yeah, people yeah. were listening to every episode. Because I were worried that it'd be really crap. Mm. Not for any other reason other than we're doing just it on the fly. Were, yeah, yeah. Just because Stevie were on board. <laughs> yeah. Fucking hell, best be good, this, this lad. But Mate, you nailed it, by the way. Yeah, yeah, come yeah. On to you that, did it. But, oh, yeah. you did a great job, mate. You really did. But it did, it turned out... It, it was really good, and obviously Dom doing the fall, they're doing the sound and everything. Yeah, he did yeah. a great did job because really it won't just. It started out where I kind of thought, oh, it'll just be us us two talking, but then Dom adding the, the yeah, sound effects and everything yeah. really created the the world. Yeah, yeah, it did. It really yeah, it adds adds job. quite a lot that doesn't it? Oh, everything. You don't even you don't even think of that when you're thinking about the production before it. You thought, oh, it's just two two guys voice recorder job, but he put the effects around. Even it. the sound. Even when you talk about, all oh, right, they're in. Uh, they're in a pub now or they're in someone's house like mm. you, you can tell as well, you can tell cool. like the, the type of room that you're in from how yeah. your voice sounds yeah, yeah, yeah. they did a really good so job all that detail yeah but no it, it was fun I would like to go back and listen to it yeah, mm. probably should have done that before we recapped yeah, it to be honest yeah. should have done it's bad planning we can have a yeah. bit of a bit of a like do them in batches mm. you know listen yeah. to them in batches and then make a video out of that they are quite short for, as well for anyone who has yeah. them like 5-10 minutes yeah yeah, yeah. Usually a few good gags in there as well. A couple. Yeah. Who wrote the gags? Ah, it's a bit of. A bit it was a. It was a. It was a. It was a joint effort. It was a joint effort. Yeah. There were definitely times where, I think, me and we we can go on to truthers. This is like a, a thing. Me, a, a pilot we're working on together. Yeah. But it's not easy to write with someone, and we do have quite a good rapport. Like none of us are too precious about stuff. Mm. I think oh no, you can't. I think we but... both do make it better. You can't, but it is, it is difficult because there'll be stuff that that I, I think you've definitely got to be able to say, I don't think that works. Yeah, You, can't, you haven't got time to sort of like dance around and say, yeah, I think it's all right. Yeah. Like you've got to say, I'm not sure that works um, and, and vice versa. Otherwise, you're just going to get nowhere. Do you have to sit down and sort of imagine the type of person that's going to listen to it and enjoy it? Do you know what I mean? Do you have to People have say someone that, in, have in, mind? in mind? I don't do it that way. No. Um, I don't know if you do, Fox. No, either. no, I just um, I come from a I come from a place of where I think is it believable? Is it funny? Whatever it is that I'm I, trying. I'm to I'm the write. intended audience for my stuff. If you know. Oh what yeah, I mean. me too. Yeah. Mm. Me too. Mm. Definitely. You know when you watch like comedy on today and you mm. just think, fucking hell, that's I could do something so much better than well, that. I think or, most of it's shit. Yeah, I've got mm. to say, and I'm not putting myself out there as the next Ricky Gervais or anything, but I, I, most things that I watch. I just think that I just don't think it was funny. The I'm stuff that isn't really bad, but it's just not laugh yeah, out loud yeah. funny. I'm struggling a minute with comedy. I think. What, like what, just, what have you tried recently? I tried. I tried that Motherland actually, and I thought the first episode was good. The second, I can't have thought much of it because yeah, I've yeah, tailed yeah. off it. Do you know what I mean? I've. I've it's, it's when you get someone and you're this is class in it, you know, and then you. I finished you, Motherland. You, you see, I liked it. I liked it yeah. without laughing out loud, loads, but I did like it. Yeah. <laughs> you see, I, I I did actually laugh out quite. That's one of the ones I watched um, when just doing a little bit of uh, homework on sitcoms and mm. good ones, and that's one of the ones that I stumbled across. I did actually really like it, yeah. um, and I'm Maxwell Martin. 
She's yeah. good in it. She's she's yeah. a good actress. That sort of that stick, that really highly strung sort of middle-aged woman where everything is just going wrong around her. Mm. Um, she reminds me loads of my mum. We're really, really funny. But I tell you what, there were so many things that I watched. I bet I watched about 10 sitcoms, various episodes on Sky, Channel 4, BBC, and I just thought most of it were... I thought most of it was shit. Mm. Just being brutally honest, like one of, like my favourite comedy, my favourite sitcom over the last few years is Stathlet's Flats. Yeah, you've told me you've that. You've still not yeah. watched that. Have you watched that? No. Oh my God. What is it? It's on Channel 4. It's called Stath Let's Flats. And it's about this, um, I don't know whether he's, I don't know whether he's Turkish or Cypriot or, or, or Greek. And I, I apologise if that's uh, madly offensive. But um, <clears throat> him and his dad, his dad runs a um, an estate agent's and uh, he's, he's like, uh, he's his son. He's, his, he's, he's proper... He's a little bit slapstick and he's, he's quite sort of clownish. I think he owes a, a massive debt of gratitude to Sasha Baron Cohen because he is, he's quite like um, Borat. Mm. But it, I I would say, I'm not saying it's as good as The Office, but I'm say it's, I would say it's the funniest thing since The Office. It's a big show. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah I've, I've been telling you to watch it for ages. And What's it on? Like, iPlayer? It's on uh, Channel 4, uh, 4OD. 4 right. You know what actually was, uh, not to give you a plug, but, Ladhood was pretty decent. Yeah, I enjoyed that. Just one episode, but <laughs> you, you, were, you were like a recurring character. You were a good character, character in that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Episode five, Schnecker. In yeah, the another yeah. series coming out? Yeah, he's not, he's, oh, he's not in it. That's, not in I don't like that he was due a, another, but I don't know. Maybe. I thought yeah. that was class. Well, yeah, the, like the, the producer just said some really nice things, said, oh, it's like everyone's favourite episode. But just because of the type of character that he is and was there was just no room for him I don't it's think it's like it was, how would they bring him back into it yeah yeah they'd yeah. be just um, like the guy that writes it uh, Liam we need to get him on actually he would we? be yeah. classic be a really good guest Lee's lad Garforth yeah 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 there's a Man U fan I think yeah. we're busy that day actually yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when's he coming up <laughs> um, but yeah oh, good I love that lad I've not seen this I've not I will watch I've not not watched it because I'm not in it I mean I it's kind of why I've not watched it, but I will, yeah, get, around, I will get around to watching it. It's weird, it. isn't it? When you're in stuff, you have a different... Is that you with the rhinos, basically? Yeah. You have a different inside-like viewpoint compared to everyone else. Do you know what I mean? It's strange. Like Virtually everyone's got the same perspective on it, apart from the people who are in it. And it's mm-hmm. like, obviously you watch yourself, whatever you're doing, you're like, oh, fucking hell. You're just thinking, why did I do this? Or why did I do that? And it's yeah. like, you just can't, you just need to try watch it objectively. Although um, the Sky Sports documentary um, on concussion that I've been doing, I'm not I'm not told many people that's all, at all really. But on that, I'm just like because I'm just being that like honest and that just like not trying to do all, not trying to be all, just mm. trying to show people. I'm like I'm all right with it. You know what I mean? It's just because you're not playing a character. You're yeah, just being, you're just being yourself. Yeah, you're just like. Because do you know what? Do you know what I think it is? I think whenever I've seen myself or heard myself being interviewed, if I can, if I can spot myself like acting up or playing up and not and not just being myself, it jars, it sticks out, mm. and I just think, oh, what are you doing? What are you being like that for? Mm. But you know? uh, but that might just be your perception. You know, you do actually sound different when you're talking compared to when you hear, when you hear yourself back on tape, or whatever. Oh. Yeah, it's a yeah, fact yeah. because yeah. of like 
there's something to do with like the vibration like of your really, jawbones yeah, and, your, your, and all that sort of stuff. So you literally, I know it's like, oh, it sounds so different when I, but you actually do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? No, yeah, I can, I can believe it. Which is mental, isn't it? I think I've never heard anyone say, oh, do you know what? I really enjoy watching myself. <laughs> yeah. I really, at least once a week, I'll I love sit listening down, to myself. I watch old episodes of Jamie Johnson and yeah, I get a real kick out of it. Yeah. Which there is are, what Foxy's best known for, for those who don't listen. Jamie Johnson. <laughs> Jamie Johnson. Is that? Well, you is probably that, are, right? That's the thing you've, well, tell you what. If you're sort of like between the ages of eight and 14. Is that CBC show? CBC. Every now and again, yeah, yeah. there'll be like a young teenager who just like, Goes completely like fan, really? fan mad for Foxy. What? Yeah, yeah. You, uh, during well, the you, England, yeah, you watched the Did England. I tell you about yeah, that? Yeah. Watched the Engl one of the England games over the road with a mate, and we'd set up the TV outside, and there were a few people there, like neighbours and friends. And this one bloke brought his friend's little boy. This lad, he must have been about, I think he was about twelve or thirteen. I can't remember his name now, but we're all sat watching, and then he, and this this kid were like proper clued up, knew his knew his football proper little stat or who were coming out with all these stats and everything and then he got halfway through this particular stat and he just looked up at me and he went you're Jamie Johnson's dad and I went oh yeah I says oh yeah well spotted mate and he went I can't believe it and he's just like his face was just he was beaming from ear to ear that's class that oh, honestly it would just it would just I mean because that's pure like yeah, starstruck in it like I, I, I genuinely I love all I love all that shit. Yeah, like, yeah. I'll sometimes like on the odd occasion, like kids will stop me in the supermarket, and I've got all the time in the world because I love it. It's yeah, great. It's you know what I mean? Yeah. And this lad was just. A, I didn't take it riffing on this. Here. He was. He was, um, was like, I can't believe it. Who'd have, who'd have thought it this morning when I woke up? <laughs> I'd be saying this to James Johnson's dad, and then he just like took a little pause and he went. This is the best day ever. <laughs> he was a proper super fan, so I did some photos with him at the end. But then when I was back on set, I got Lewis and a couple of the other lads to do him a video and sent him a video with a nice personal message. I mean, mm. it, it was, I charged him 50 quid. I've still got bills to pay. <laughs> yeah. everything. You know. I can't just be handing out joy with I can't just be handing out it? videos from, you know, famous um, young men. <laughs> Did you? The best one was when you said you were plastering a house and you were just doing this this room, and you just came home and you were like, "I'd been working for John's dad's in my house." I'd been working for this builder. That's fucking. I'd been working for this builder, but I'd never actually met him. Someone had recommended me to him. Spoke to him over the phone. Turn up at jobs. All gear were there. I'd do the job. We'd transfer the money into my bank, and it went on like that for about six months. And then he had a lot of work doing at his house. This big house in Wakefield. So I turned up one day and uh, went round the back and um, his kitchen was just like all patio doors glass. He went there, his wife and his two sons, he had these two lads that were about seven and nine, football kit, football kits on. And um, anyway, I knocked on the door and I just saw them sort of like walk along the patio doors and they just like, they did like a proper double take. The mum <laughs> and the two boys and they opened the door and the mum just went, oh my God. You're Jamie Johnson's dad. <laughs> and literally, I sat down for an hour and a half. I just did, did, not, did not get any work done. And I was like, oh yeah, that must have just been the biggest head blag. They yeah. not have any sort of inkling to just have Jamie Johnson's dad turn up and do some plastering for him. Unknowingly. I, I tell you what, they got an even bigger shock when I stuck my price in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. An hour and a half flipping. Well, I didn't get I didn't get all done. Yeah. It was right. money, doesn't it? It always does, mate. You're self-employed, you know. Sad. Got to keep the wolf from the door, aren't you? Yeah. It's sad. You were just <laughs> bleeding to me about the you know, I'm not having any money. Yeah, well. Yeah. It's um it's 
unknowingly that bloke's just been getting you to work, Jamie Johnson. To, I bet they thought, why the fuck is Jamie Johnson plastered? I mean, celebrity plastering company. Like you can <laughs> yeah. book Jamie Johnson's dad. Yeah, why yeah, don't you start that? Like? Get, get, get Gary Gary Wilmot round to do your garden, or you know, Christopher begins to do your gutters. I should have thought of someone like a bit more modern. That's like yeah, oh, that's, <laughs> <a> famous, <laughs> that's from that's famous people from the eighties, isn't it? Yeah. I only know him from that's, like Big Brother. I know like, that's my that, frame yeah. of reference, basically. The eighties, yeah. um, but yeah, it, it, I mean, looking at it from their point of view, it must have been like the biggest head lag in the world to just yeah. have. You know, Definitely. and it turned out it, it was their favorite show as well. They'd just been watching it that morning. The, the thing, I think people have this thing that just because you're on telly, you've got to be a millionaire or something. I don't think people realise <laughs> yeah. that. Well, you do. A I lot of actors, that that yeah, thing, yeah. are kind of out of work a lot of the time. They might, you might see them in a show, but it doesn't mean that they're living in a mansion. Mm. It's like a lot of them have got day jobs. Oh, Obviously, yeah, yeah. your main ones, you've seen loads of things. Are, yeah, your main ones. Fine, yeah, yeah. But, but up until that point, they'll have had some. They'll have had something that they did to, sup, to supplement. Acting, yeah, yeah. You know, you've got. I remember, Chad, you, you said you wouldn't give up plastering, even if you start. You sort of got more, like, got where you could have be paid just from acting. Um, like you it enjoy dip, it. it dip, do you know what? There's an element of like job satisfaction and everything, but there's there's also an element of Jesus Christ, another another day. You know, what I mean, at the call yeah, yeah. face, mm. um, and it is a good crack working with your mates. So there is that element of it. I mean, look, let's be honest. If I were earning hundred grand a year. There's a good chance I probably won't be plastering. But then say, say that if I were any you could up your prices of plastering. I could do. Yeah. I could be really Get choosy. Daniel Craig, yeah, you could be, yeah. <laughs> I could be really choosy about what jobs I did. But if I had if I had a load of free time, then I could quite you know jump on a job with a mate so I, I probably still would do from time to time. But just mm. like the need to sort of like get out there every day and do yeah. eight hours because it is it is a physically demanding job. Mm. You know, knocking your pan out every day. Literally. So, I mean, it, with that in mind, our aim with like coming up with ideas, because obviously Foxy's a brilliant actor, like we're like, and he's a really good comic actor as well. So we wrote Connected, and we had an idea. We just not—I can't remember where it came from, but we wanted. To, yeah, yeah. We just wanted to do something around conspiracy theorists, and Foxy was going to play this Mick Michaels, who's got his Truth Will Always Triumph is his channel, mm. and. Um, we think this, it's so ripe that to do yeah, like a comedy yeah, around conspiracy theorists. Oh, massive. I'm really happy with our pilot. We've got a few good people to look at it. Yeah, but it's kind of following his journey at the start of his channel, setting up and some of his main conspiracies. And they're around uh, Heinz Beans being involved in like loads of world events and stuff. And like the thing is with the like it's su it's such a like a a prominent thing at the moment. Like with. The, uh, the pandemic, oh, anti-vaxxers, yeah. you know, and, you know, the, the 20th anniversary of 9-11, uh, you know, all the sort of 9-11 conspiracies resurface. That that whole thing is sort of like, that whole movement is massive. You only have to look at the, the marches in London and... Uh, well you know, attended, yeah. Well attended, you know, thousands. We're not talking like a, a, a small movement here, S uh, but just in terms of... I think all of us listening, I definitely know a few people who've kind of gone down that line of thinking recently. Probably you, people listening think who think... Um, Heinz are behind all the world events. Do you think it's people are more open to it? Or they're just more open to putting it out there? There's always been people believing in conspiracies for years and thousands of years or whatever, but yeah. do you think it's because the platform's bigger for it? I think that's definitely one thing to do with it. Yeah. I think the rise of the internet, mm. I yeah. think the fact that you can access information, you can find out anything on the internet, you can find yeah. out how to do anything, you can find out anything about anyone. You know, yeah. you just have to type it yeah. in. 
and it's it's un it's unregulated. So True, you know a lot of the yeah. stuff that I mean, like like good friends of mine, um, who are sort of like heavily into that movement, they'll sort of like quote some article, and I'm like, well, who's published the article? And they're like, well, I don't know. It's, it's just, it was just on the internet, and that's the problem. Yeah. Anyone can say anything yeah, with yeah. no real basis or grounding. Yeah. The headline. And that's and the dangerous thing. Look, and let's be honest, right? Everyone loves a bit of gossip. I'm I'm one of the nosiest people I know. If there's a bit of gossip on the go, I'm like, what are we talking yeah. about? And it's it's like that, but it's on a grand scale. Mm. You know, before like the rise of the internet, you had like the moon landings, you had JFK, you know. Allegedly. Sort of like, mm, allegedly. Yeah. You know, <laughs> that's it, isn't it? But now, I mean, they're everywhere. You've got, you know. What, what are your favourites? You know, because we went deep in the rabbit hole to try and find like loads. The ridiculous ones. Yeah, yeah. Oh. And every now and again, when you go too deep in the rabbit hole, one of us would be like to the other one go, I think there might be something. No, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I think. And then you have to shake yourself. My, my, Right, here's my two favourites, right? Yeah. My two favourites. <laughs> you might have to say right. it to me. In at number one. In, in are they only a conspiracy until they're proven true? Is that how it, how it works? But I mean, what de define proof? Define, you know, how do you... Measure. Def being able to measure it with what tools? Video? Wait, people don't even... Because the one, the Paul McCartney one, is, is that one me of the question. Don't, yeah, be, on, don't on, be jumping on. in on my two now. Go on, give it. And then so we'll there's, talk the, about. there's the Paul McCartney one. <laughs> which is that Paul McCartney died in like 1972 and was replaced by a clone. That <laughs> no, is, a, is it an actor or something? Oh, well, uh, well it's, they, it's, there's it's, like, they go, look, it's not the same. And yeah, it's like yeah, obviously yeah. 10 years older guy. The Paul McCartney that we have now is yeah. not the actual original Paul McCartney was in the Beatles. It's just, it's a replacement. It's an actor that he died in a car crash and it was just obviously, there was just too much money to be made from, from Paul McCartney, yeah. like the brand. So the, yeah, you just put this. You put it, just, it just reminded me of one because there's a, there's another one quite is that Stevie Wonder's not actually oh, blind. Yeah, that was my one as well. <laughs> no, Why are you asking it, me questions for them? Answering them. Mate, the, the reason I'm bringing it's that a one up great is because this, isn't it? Where do you where do you live? Leave, I'll say that. I'll yeah, tell yeah, that one. Yeah. I'll tell that one. Yeah, yeah. What's your favourite book? Oh, it's Catcher in the Rye. No, <laughs> the video that you showed me of that one, right? On oh, YouTube. It the is it a good book? Yeah. There's a. It's right. There's a, one of the funniest quotes ever that I found on the comments section because Paul McCartney's in the video where um, they, they allege that Stevie Wonder's not blind. And that's one, actually, it. that's a, an actual real-life conspiracy theory that and, Stevie Wonder isn't blind. And there's a video where he catches a mic, uh, a mic stand as it's falling. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. It's it's it's, you watch it and you're like, ah, oh, there's definitely a reason like someone's nudged him or whatever. He's, I don't think he's, I think Stevie Wonder's blind, but in the video, Paul McCartney's in the same shot and then someone go, of course, fake Paul has to be in on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> in the comments. <laughs> It's so that's, funny. that's far out isn't it that's too far oh, mate, I, I thought you were going to go a lot deeper like there's one that Australia doesn't exist that was kind of I forgot about yeah. that I forgot that's about that and that the world ended in 2012 and we're living in a simulation and there's a massive like cons uh, like group behind that saying I just think how weird it's been since 2012 like everyone knows deep down that it's not quite been the same <laughs> and it ended and we were all sucked into a simulation what, is it something uh, tied? I, is it tied into the Hadron Collider? Is it something? Oh, to do with that was that? it. It's that. It's the day that went online. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah. Were, the world ended, and we all became in a simulation. And um, they have all this proof for things. And yeah, yeah have they got proof? Have they? Go on, what's uh, the proof? Sorry, alleged proof. Yeah, you, um, you have to check the Twitter. For see, it. Uh, this is this is the thing with them. Like, I but think pr Epstein. Proof is Paul McCartney is still Paul McCartney. They'll have DNA. All yeah, that. yeah, But yeah, they'll yeah, be like, yeah. oh, well, who's giving you it? Yeah. <laughs> who's done these tests yeah um, Stevie Wonder <laughs> yeah and he can bloody see as well um, the thing is with these right conspiracies 
the Epstein thing has done it no favours, has it? You I know, mean, oh, fact. listen, listen, yeah, for yeah. as much as we're sort of like, like derailing the old conspiracy movement, the, there's things that, you know, because you have, you have to deal in facts. We talk about these word facts and, you know, you look at circumstance and things like that. You know, the whole Epstein thing, I mean, I mean, it's just too, there's too much coincidence there for it to be not mm. an inside job. The fact yeah, that- And he was real, right? Like 10 years ago, you said, oh, these billionaires have their own island. You'd be like, oh, come on, mate. Yeah, like, oh, yeah, most yeah. people would, yeah. but that was real. It's like, real, yeah. yeah. It's all, it's all- so, we, so, so there's a grain of truth and, and a lot a of them. a grain of truth. Oh, yeah, yeah, not a lot of them, but and every I think, now and again. I think we, there's, there's stuff that I could go into, which is probably too far out, but stuff like that, when it's proven, that obviously fuels it, doesn't it? Do you know what I mean? Like, fucking hell, that's, well, it, it, that's, it, what else are they doing? Yeah, and then fuels, it goes... It, it supports the movement, doesn't it? Yeah. It supports the movement. Yeah. And it's... I'm, I'm reluctant to... Yeah, I do. I, I do genuinely believe so. I, I, you know, I've watched and read a lot about the whole sort of um, Epstein um, situation. You know, it, w it was put in a high security cell. Yeah. Um, the CCTV um, that wasn't like working. Murder, yeah. Um, one of the guards fell asleep. It's like, come on, mate. It yeah, sounds like Scooby Doo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know. And that, you don't have to be a conspiracy theorist to think well the evidence suggests quite a lot of rational people think well look it looks like something dodgy's there like, yeah, of course it does there's yeah. people he was connected to who didn't want him to the most powerful or... people in the world so yeah it, it totally makes sense doesn't it but there but... are real conspiracies that come out but the thing is they usually do come out they get leaked like you think if 9-11 was an inside job WikiLeaks wouldn't have found an email or something or yeah anyway, I don't want to go down the rabbit no, hole no no that's it because there'll be it, like, loads it? of people writing there's, um, sending us there's a uh, what do you call it this, um, Natalie was doing for a psychology uh, master's uh, looking at a study on the relationship between conspiracy theories and mindfulness so really? yeah and I'm like thinking before she's saying it I'm like I wonder if the more mindful you are the more likely you are to believe in conspiracies because you're quite open aren't you yeah, what you're doing is you're opening yourself up exactly you? but I think what it actually was was the fact that the more mindful you are, the more less likely you are to believe in conspiracy theories. Right. And it's like, you sort of think like, I don't know. This is, they were on Joe, Ro the Joe Rogan and Candice Owen was talking on a, a podcast or watching a clip of it. And she's talking about not believing in climate change. Who was that? Candice Owen, she's like um, American commentator. Right wing. Right, okay. yeah. that's, a, that's, that's a popular yeah. one though, like, not, like um, denying climate change. Yeah. yeah. And she's like, saying right i don't believe it exists you know i won't die on the hill of this belief but i don't believe it exists and stuff and that it doesn't exist with that it's not man-made that it doesn't exist okay oh she's saying that well yeah that it doesn't exist um which sort of un unearths lord he's saying look 97 percent of scientists around the world way more way more yeah. way more are saying that climate change exists and she's yeah, like well yeah, the yeah. climate change is every day Yesterday it was cold. Today it's warm. That's the weather. And she's saying, <laughs> yeah, she's yeah. saying all this. But he, but Joe, Rog Joe Rogan's going in on. And this is what reminds me of the mindfulness and the conspiracy stuff. He's saying, why are you saying that you believe it doesn't exist if you don't know enough about it? Yeah, she's saying, oh, I don't, I don't know enough about it. You know, and he's but saying, actually, even even still, I would say, I, I, Stephen Pinker's book Enlightenment Now. He has a thing on the environment, and it's actually the most tested theory in the history of science. Has the most papers. So. It's every time there's a theory, people try and disprove it. That's what scientific method yeah. is that like everyone tests it, and it's beyond refute. We know it as much as we know almost. That we're anything. affecting it's it heavily. That we affect climate yeah. change, and yeah. 
if you can't accept the scientific papers that in the hundreds of thousands that say it, and of course there's like eight or nine or ten that have a counter theory, but they haven't been replicated. Yeah. I'm not a scientist. Most of us aren't scientists who can do that stuff. If you can't put your faith in the authorities of science to say, well, they've come to the consensus, this is real, then I don't think you can live your life being that doubtful like, of things like that. Yeah. I have to accept that that's what Strongly it is. Believe. Climate change is real. We're causing yeah. it. So that's what I, like bringing those two conversations together, like the relationship between mindfulness and conspiracy. Mm. I'm thinking she's never meditated in her life, right? If she's just just throwing everything on, on, on one belief for when she's not even taking in ev any evidence, not understood what her belief is even and how much she's got behind it. Do you know what I mean? It's Do you like, think it's like, I find sometimes when you know one belief from someone, you can probably guess them all. Do you know, when you say, yeah. right, yeah. climate change, yeah, yeah. You're like, well, it's almost like you get that given with that when you support that team. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I think you should try and be... I, I, like, that's what I, that's what I feel. I try and hold them both me. Do you know what I mean? Like a lot of things... With that, I'm like climate change. I'm I do believe it exists because of all the evidence stuff, but different things. How bad it be is a different thing. Where we yeah. don't really know, but there's yeah. some bad projections and there's some not so bad. But it's not good, is it? Yeah. I mean, there's there's projections and then there's actual like events that are happening year yeah, on year exactly. throughout yeah, the yeah. world: yeah. fires, floods. Yeah. You know. Yeah, and it's like you you shouldn't just dive in so much, should you? To like back one thing, and this is why you know the conspiracies. It's like. Some things are said, which I'm like, possibly it could be. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Possibly that could be true. Um, the world ending in 2012 with simulation. That could have happened, you know. Um, big year for me, that 2012. Um, debut year, so. Was it? I went downhill from there, yeah, so. Yeah. <laughs> no. Um, but, yeah, it was debut year, so. Mate, you went up. That much, I must have been glitched and gone on to rugby you were league. The one who, That's it. You're rugby the guy, league live or something, do you know what I mean? You're the guy in the Matrix who's like, right, I want to come you're back Neo. as a rugby league player. Yeah. You know, you're the one who sells them all out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. Goes, I want to come <laughs> back as a rugby league player. <laughs> yeah. And then I want to leave early and set up and make this like mental health. Yeah. I'm going to go, sure, yeah. Mr. Ward, we'll put yeah. you in. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's it, isn't it? He's a tour rag in here, that lad. That Matrix. Um, but yeah, and it's um, so I, I just try and you see all these beliefs, see all these conspiracy theories and stuff. But I, tr I don't, I don't jump too quick to say it's a load of shit. You've got to keep, you've got to be healthily skeptical. You've got to keep an open mind. I, yeah. mean, I debate often with a mate of mine who's. I try not to because it's just so tiring and pointless. But <laughs> I'll, I'll, you know, there's certain ones that that, that are interesting and intriguing and these sort of theory behind like nine eleven being an inside job, and I can understand how like the american government um like having 9-11 and then the the um b being able to sort of like say to the Amer american public right, do, 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 do you see now yeah. why we need access to your phone records so we can get the bad guys mm. and everyone going all right okay but like just like looking at the flip side of it that that in order to do that they'd have had to like murder like over three thousand people it's funny actually i was just listening to a another podcast don't get jealous guys mark marin and he was interviewing steve buscemi Oh, uh, you know, yeah, guy from the actor. actor. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, um, Boardwalk Empire, Dogs, Reservoir Dogs, yeah, yeah, Fargo. Yeah. Brilliant, brilliant actor. Well, he was actually a fireman. And the, and the day after 9 11, he was, he was retired from the fire service, but he did like four years in the fire service before he kind of made it. Day after 9 11, he, uh, still, he still had his, uh, his fire helmet and his jacket. He got on the subway, went down, 
uh, went to his old fire station, en- Engine 55, as, as how they refer to it, and um, ended up doing like five or six days' work down mm. at Ground Zero. Okay. Sort of he was top every- after them, yeah. right? He was at the top of his game. Oh, back then, but, I mean, Reservoir Dogs had been yeah, out. Yeah. He was in yeah. the Sopranos, so yeah. he'd, he'd made it, you know, for all intents and purposes. But he's saying that um, he's producing a documentary now called Dust, and it's about the long-term effects uh, of the uh, of the falling Survivors. of the towers because like, there's cancers, there's people that died of cancers as a direct mm-hmm. result um, in, the, in the immediate aftermath. He's talking like in the in the first ten years because they were saying that that you know the the firefighters and the people that didn't perish, um, what are the long term effects? Got higher cancer rates. You know the higher like cancer mm-hmm. rates, and it's you know we're seeing it now, but you were seeing it like ten years after. There was a really good documentary on BBC, 9-11 in the Survivors. Oh, in the War Room? That, oh, oh, no, I, the Survivors two of them. I haven't seen that one yet. Yeah, but, yeah I haven't seen that one that you've seen. Um, but no, yeah, I, I can't buy into the inside job stuff at all, to be honest. When I look so it's, it too, bit, it's, it's, too, it's too high concept, you know. It's, uh, mm. You know, there are things, look, the thing is, one of the things that conspiracy theorists use is confirmation bias, you know, the sort of like search through the facts and yeah. go, that one supports my theory. So there's that one. And, you know, the, I think there was someone who took out an insurance policy the week before, uh, the tw- like the towers went down. Mm. So, you know, that supports his mm. theory, you know. Um, yeah, the fact yeah. that, and like this one, and I don't know whether this is true, is like, they, I think apparently they found a passport. They found one of the um, terrorist passport at Ground Zero, mm. which I kind of think, that is a bit of an unlikely thing, you know. This, you know, this plane with a ton You're of fuel. You're getting roped in, aren't you? Okay. There's little things, yeah, like, there's little right. things yeah, that yeah, pull yeah. you yeah. in. And we're going to end that one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know. But yeah. anyway, but you can just go on and on, can't you? It know? is a funny world to you know what um, I thought was an excellent film, Four Lions, right? Oh, like, it to kind of touch a world that people are kind of scared to touch, but do it in like actually humanizing um, way. And I think. It's what we're trying to do, we're not just trying to take the piss. We're trying to humanise. And there's some funny things in there. Like He's got his own funny conspiracies. Um, but it's a bit of everything. We're trying to explain how he got there as well. Yeah, I think, do you know what, thinking about it, I think it, obviously we've, I think we've done a good job on whatever draft we're onto, but we do, I think it is definitely worth revisiting. I think it yeah, needs, yeah. it needs a, having a sort of look retrospectively in my mind's eye. Um, we might does. do a people just do nothing style where we just like YouTube some stuff or... Yeah, yeah, definitely. I've right. never really, I've not seen that much of people mm. do nothing, but uh, people good. just do nothing. But the what I have seen the is film. really good. No, have you? It's just no. out, isn't it? It's just out now, I've not seen it. The, I'm worried, it? man. I'm worried I about it. I am a little bit, yeah. Yeah. You know when they do think it might turn it? No, no, but what about Alan Partridge, Alpha Papa? It was good. Yeah, was oh, good. mate, you say that with a touch of... It was no, good. it was yeah. good. I did, I did think it, it was, was good. It was really yeah. good. Yeah, it was. And Borat. Yeah, listen, come on. I mean, Borat was... Borat's probably the funniest film of all epic, time, arguably. The um, second one... Did I he have a series leading up to it? Yeah. Oh, he did one in IG. The second one is shite. I turned it off. But there is some ridiculous stuff in it, though, in that second one. When oh, it's it, bad. Do you know, like, when he... <laughs> he runs in dressed as Donald Trump, doesn't he? To the um, Sean Penn's talk, yeah, and he runs I, in. As do- I think I turned it off. That's that mental. But have you seen the bit at the end where he's um, with Rudy Giuliani? Giuliani. Yeah. Oh, he's in the hotel that? room. Yeah. I've, I've heard about it. And he's taking undoing his belt on that. A bit ropey, isn't it? <sighs> yeah, I think that my problem with it is that I held the original one in such an high place. Whatever yeah. we did next, it yeah, was always going to be, gonna be tough. But where are you with David Brent Life on the Road? Um, I thought it were, I thought it were all right. I thought it was quite good. I thought it was a good drama. Uh, it was all right. You're, you're not as uh, it, it's it, not the office. But I like. just felt without breaking it down too much. I just felt like it needed Gareth, and, it, and everyone hated him from the start. It's like he didn't have anyone 
pretending to like him and get on with him, you know, because he had no power. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, it was exactly. just like, everyone was just slagging him off from the start. I'm like, come on, you've got to like, we're on the journey. We don't want to just look at him as if like, we feel sorry for him all the way through. Can I just highlight something now you've mentioned Gareth and talking about sitcoms, sitcoms. <laughs> <laughs> That's something completely That's different. Sit, have you, a sitcom, anyway. <laughs> Let's just park that idea. <laughs> Talking about sitcoms, I cannot say it now. Sitcoms. Are you going to go to Detectorists? No, I'm, I think Detectorists is unbelievable. Yeah, I think that's cool. I'm talking about this country. Oh, right? oh my God. And the character in this country <laughs> is Gareth. Gareth. Yeah, 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 100%. And I can't watch yeah. it because it's Gareth. Can't you watch it? It looks like him. It is good. but It is yeah. good. It is hard to get past But I had that. to turn it off because I thought it's just Gareth. Well, the there's office. a few sitcoms now that have copied that structure in there. But, I mean, he um, even looks like Gareth. He yeah, looks yeah, like yeah, him and he sounds yeah. like him. He's got yeah. the same haircut. Yeah. It's, it's, it's not it's really good it is good Mate, have, you se- have you seen that Sasha Baron Cohen the America one yeah 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 What's a little bit yeah, there's some pretty scary like, yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. a conspiracy to say the people at the top are like there's loads of corruption uh, and these people yeah, are like narcissists crackers and, and like crackers maracas yeah yeah. yeah 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 without doubt man that's how they get there a lot of them right well, I wanna, I'm going to say this point and this is the last on questioning authority um, but I was watching um the mind explained on Netflix. What's that? It's like it stored up, but not watched it. Yeah, it's just like it goes through mind explained meditation, sleep, all dreams. All, yeah, it just goes in, goes in on a half an hour, and it's a psychedelics one. And I'm watching it, and I'm look, like watching the sort of um, the facts and the research and stuff that they've got now. And there's this bloke, right? He's got like crippled by like anxiety of death. He's just been um, diagnosed with cancer. And it's, he's talking to him like an interview at start. He's like crippled with anxiety. He's so scared of death and that. And he's tried all these pills, tried everything. Um, anyway, he has a psilocybin trip, bit of therapy before, psilocybin trip, bit of therapy after. And mate, just one one bit of ingredient, right? It comes back and he's just, it's gone. Changed. No anxiety about death whatsoever. He's, he's not even bothered. He's going to see if it's progressed his cancer. And he's sat there and he's like, I'm not bothered. And I'm like thinking, there's mm. one, there's one, there's like something from the ground, right? He's not taking it every day. He's not having to spend loads of money. Just one thing done right. And it's changed his world forever, right? And I'm like, it's just, I'm watching it. I'm just like blowing my mind. I'm like, why, why have we slept on this? Yeah. And then it goes through the, the psychedelic revolution, you know, that 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 was so long ago, and mm. they start playing around with it, the invention of it, playing around with it, the sort of Woodstock and everyone sort of being hippies and Tim taking Fileary. it. Tim Fillery, talking about all those guys, and then it talks about, and then it shows like the adverts that they used to put on, and it talks about the war on drugs, and there's these adverts, and they're talking to the screen directly to the to the camera. And they're saying, look, if you take this, you will die. You are going to, you know, like, you know, you're going to, your mind is going to like explode. All these scary things, right? And I'm looking at it. I'm like, how, how, how do they get away with that? Like there was research in it and having beneficial research at that point. 
but they slammed the foot down and said yeah. no All more the of this. Was gone. They set it back like 30, 40 years. Set I back. Yeah. So it's only now that yeah, those things are being explored in the right and in the, the right ways. We did an amazing podcast with two blokes. It's not out yet. It might yeah. be out by the time people yeah. hear this one, but they, they like people who are the cutting edge of the research yeah. around it, and it is it was fascinating. It's mental, man. really. It's absolutely really mental. What the right? cutting edge of what like uh, psychedelics? All um, the science behind it, what it can do, what it can help with. Really? Yeah, and like completely from a kind of a clinical perspective although one of them had it had changed his life like he done yeah. journeys he set up his own he retreat, his retreat in shop, yeah, yeah. Uh, where you do yeah, it yeah. Like doing a, trips. with people who can kind of safely guide you through it yeah, yeah. see that that is my that's my bag right that's mm. like one of my one of my biggest fears aside from sort of death which i think is a high on everyone's list really is like the collapse and um of my mind like mm. you know as you get older dementia yeah. alzheimer's because I'm 43 now and I've not always had the sharpest of minds, do you know, but mm. I've like my ability to sort of like recall certain names and phrases. I'll be, I'll have a conversation that I, I always have my phone to hand. And I don't know whether it's, I often think, I wonder if that's because of the emergence oh, of technology. You're outsourcing it. Yeah. You're outsourcing right, it to Google. Why do you need to use that part of your brain when Google can just do mm. it for you? I don't know whether it's that, or I don't know whether it's just like wear and tear, mm. but like, like improving and repairing the mind and specifically memory is like high, high no, on mate, my list. I, I did high a podcast uh, around dementia for uh, an arts project we did in a, a dementia care home and we interviewed lots of experts around it. And the top tips were uh, learn a second language. You know, people who have second I've languages heard that, have I've like, heard I think that, seven, actually. eight years offset from any early onset dementia or something like that. You'll have to look mm. it up. Uh, meditation, those things are good. But yeah. I feel like blueberries, there's a link between blue foods and dementia. What blue foods? Yeah, and blueberries were the only one they mentioned. Blue ice pops. What about well, like wham bars? <laughs> <laughs> Let's go with blueberries. Blue chewits. I think turmeric, <laughs> curcumin. There's some good evidence on uh, like your omega oils. So I take algae. Turmeric and what? Cumin. Curcumin. That's that's the, right. the ingredient in turmeric. Ah right. Um, okay. Turmeric. Sorry. But um, and then algae oil I take. But obviously your omegas. I've just I've just done forty quid in uh, Holland and Barrett. Have you? I had to walk out because someone went. There's no else. I went. There's lots of stuff. Mate, you told me this to. that you uh, that Sarah for, like you hide the receipts. I have to buy Holland and Barrett. Yeah, it's all in cash now. I, I literally <laughs> went. I spent forty quid there. I got some chia seeds. I got some cacao powder. I got some maca Where powder. Where do you stash it? Do you have to like? Uh, at, underneath my in my at my side of the bed, which is a bit of a jumble sale, like under clothes and stuff. Basically, Foxy oh, lives in a house of people who are not. So Foxy's, you know, he dabbles in self-improvement stuff and tries to. It's why we did like the Wim Hof retreat and meditation things like that. But your household just don't have it at all. Do they, they think I've lost my mind. Because <laughs> yeah. on a, on a morning, my well, if I'm on it, my, on a morning, my routine will consist of getting up, doing some Wim Hof breathing, uh, breathing, breathing. <laughs> With a cum sit. With a sitcom <laughs> and a bit of Wim Hof breathing. Um, cum so, um, <laughs> Meditation, Wim Hof breathing, um, a bit of Qigong, um, which, is oh. like ta- which is like Tai Chi. Are you on to that? Oh, you doing that? Like, yeah, 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 the 10-minute Qigong. Like, like uh, following a YouTube or like... Yeah, there's a guy own? on YouTube who does like 10 minutes, it's class. And um, you really feel like really energised and awake from it? Or? Yeah, yeah, you do like, you, you kind of slap yourself up a little bit, but then you yeah. do all this sort of breathing and moving your arms. It's, is, it, it's is it like a, just a moving meditation then? It is a little bit like a moving meditation yeah. and it's just, if you know what Tai Chi is, that's the more popular form of it, Qigong. It's uh, it's a it's a variation of it. It's yeah. moving. It's like listen, if you buy into all that thing, if you don't, you kind of think I'm like 
talking bollocks, but like aligning well, your chakras. Movement and, in the morning. Aside from good, anything else, it? yeah. it's a bit of movement. It gets mm. the blood flowing. It gets your muscles. But when one your daughter's comes downstairs, when they come downstairs, yeah. and I'm sort of like, you know, halfway through a meditation, and then, uh, yeah, they do. They've kind of they think I've kind of gone. I've crossed over. <laughs> so you're stashing chia seeds. And I've got chia. Of- oh, listen. At any one time, you know, I've got so I've got the the psilocybin magic mushrooms. I take a microdose of them every day. I take, Are you noticing stuff? Um, I mean, it's really hard to quantify oh, whether... We asked these two lads about microdosing, didn't we? Yeah. Off the top of my head, they were like, there's just not enough. Yeah, they're saying to, like yeah, research. They were sceptical. Yeah. Oh, it, really? Yeah, they're saying there's not enough good research. Yeah, yet. they were sceptical on creative. The people say they're more creative, but then they've done tests where they're more... Yeah, not, like placebo. I don't know. I, I mean, like in... Um, but it's, it's like, like placebo still works anyway, so... It's well, like, the yeah. thing is, the placebo effect does still work. I mean... Aside from whether or not... Might not now we've told you. That's it, I've booked it. But um, you do actually get, um, sometimes you do have this sort of overwhelming feeling of positivity. You know, Mm. And I suppose that's from the effects that it, it... like traditionally, if you'd have took magic mushrooms, it'd have been to get off your head and trip out, you know, yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and with that, you'd get this sort of like feeling of, you know, positivity. So there's, there's, there is... There's, there's that, but and it's it's like it's almost like it's impossible to sort of know. you kind of just think, do you know what I feel? I feel in a really good mood, you know. No matter what it is, you know, shit day at work. I'm, you know, Leeds have lost three nil at Liverpool, and uh, yeah, there's that. I take all sorts of other mushrooms, cod liver oil, ginkgo biloba, ginseng, mate. Honestly. Mm. I've got this little section of the kitchen, this little basket with all my, my lotions and that's portions. That's what I'm like, yeah. That's what I'm I've like. got tons of the stuff. Yeah, I'm and, I mean, we're debating. Claire's always asking, like, what's And it's, this all with the, it's all with the intention <laughs> of trying to improve my mind. Yeah. You know, trying to improve my body, you know, reducing inflammation, all that sort of stuff. So it's interesting that the two guys said that they weren't quite sure about microdosing. <clears throat> what it has been used for, and it's been used in a lot of ma- major universities over the world is for treatment with anxiety and depression. Mm. There's a lot of evidence to support that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I can't remember exactly. I'll send it to you when it's out, but um, yeah. they, might, the, they um, might have said some of the, the benefits as well. I think they were just, there's some massive claims around it. There's massive time, research like, though about in general having those big trips and stuff, which, you know, which is what's obviously confirmed on Netflix and that's what we're looking at now. And, and I'm just like looking at those adverts, um, the war on drugs. And I'm like, What's their intention in doing those adverts? Well, it supports Big Pharma, doesn't it? Exactly, yeah. I and mean, I mean it's we like, sound like conspiracy theorists now. Like, you know, but but, it's, but, circle, it, but it's, a, it's, a, it's, it's a fact to say that they have spoke to us and sort of told us that, that we're not researching this, it's bad for you or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were scared and, as well, right? They thought it was going to cause like lawlessness and all these sort of things. They were wrong. Yeah. But I, like the, I, 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 I mean, I don't know. I mean, because they were using it like CIA, you know, the, um, what's oh, it called? Yeah. What's that program called? The Manchurian Candidates. Um, oh, it's um, Agent or oh, What's the flipping program called? The CIA program where they used like LSD to try and... Harvard um, LSD trials or something. They like used they, to give, they, yeah, they, yeah. they would give it to people to try and sort of, well, to manipulate them for one. It's like a great mm. truth drug, you know. If you've got someone and you need to get something out of them, give ah, them, give them, give them that, MDMA, yeah. Yeah. give them a lot of hallucinogenics, and they'll just, just whatever. Mm. But there's an actual, there's a program, and I can't remember what it's called, the CIA run program, where they used LSD. So they were mm. studying it for a bit, but yeah, they they knocked it on the head for society, didn't they? Why don't they? So yeah, that's 
further down that rabbit hole. Um, yeah, we but, went down the rabbit hole there, didn't we? Yeah, we, we just basically touched nothing, I thought. It must, have been, it, must have, it must have been the acid tab we all dropped before the show. <laughs> yeah. When I started Mentality five years ago, I was committed to creating a hub that would offer the knowledge and experiences to allow all of us to go beyond the stigma that cripples many men into a life lacking fulfillment. It would be a lie to say that I knew the impact mentality would be having on people's lives, but we are. And it blows me away when someone gets in touch to share with us how we've helped them. So today's podcast sponsor is Mentality Counseling. And I want to share with you a testimony from a guy who went from listening to this exact pod to making the important step to start counseling. Just wait until you hear what he has to say about his experience. If you are someone who this resonates with and you are ready to get the help that you deserve, head to our website right now and get in touch with John. I found it almost impossible to share my feelings and emotions with others. This was evident in our first few sessions. John was patient with me, provided support and guidance, but also gave me the necessary push when I needed it. Our sessions have changed my life. I now use my feelings and emotions to my advantage rather than letting them control my life. John has given me the tools to continue to improve outside of our session and I am so much happier now. Let's, let's move on then briefly to okay. when we talked about... Uh, Self-improvement. Oh, I was going to go Leeds United actually. Uh, yeah. Uh, that's, a shame. that's a shame I mean, after the Liverpool game this is recording just after I kind of need that kind of uh, that day break just like to let it go some LSD mushroom wipe to just think life's alright again <sighs> uh, did you watch it Steve? no I'm just thinking about the best line about self-improvement do you want to go back to self-improvement? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking. You can do, mate. It's your show. No, yeah, no. Yeah. It's I mean, it's Mantelli, hey, but it's the Stevie no, Ward show. I was, just yeah. I was literally just... Here he comes again, putting <laughs> his agenda on it. I was literally just fading out then, thinking about what that line is on the back of that new T-shirt they're releasing. Um, the lines with self-improvement. But um, your brain's gone. It's gone. Have a think about it, love. Have a think about it. Talk about Leeds United. <laughs> Talk about Leeds United, though. Um, did you watch the game, yeah? You watched it, Steve. Oh, you watch it, Steve. You, right? Looking at me, yeah. <laughs> my mind's gone as well. Now. <laughs> yeah, I did watch it, mate. I did, I did. Although I had my mate round, Ben were round, so I, I were I were watching it, and I was sort of like, you know, having conversation. And I were going, yeah. So I had my eyes on the screen, and we're going, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, try to watch the game, but um, yeah, it was terrible, wasn't it? It were, it were there was no redeeming um, qualities from any of the players apart from oh, Phillips, Calvin Phillips, yeah, Phillips was and Mesley. Unbelievable. Yeah, man. yeah, Phillips was, was playing. So good. It was What's like, happened then? What's happening? We obviously know we've lost three now. But listen, there's two ways you can look at it. Like one way you can look at it is that oh, that's it. As, as a lot of sort of fans are saying, oh, we've been found out. We've been found out. I hate this sort of like these stock phrases. These stock yeah. phrases that people use. It's like well, we been, we've been found out. No, we haven't been. We haven't been found out. It's the beginning of a season. Yeah. You know, we've got. We've got new, you know, we've just brought Dan James in. We're playing, arguably, someone who's going to be top two, possibly win the league. Twice, right? You know. All four of those teams, yeah. it's hard to split, and we oh, play yeah, two of them top four. De definitely. They're, good, they're both going to hammer a lot of teams this year, so, and look, us included. Like, it's, we, yeah, it's we one, of well those, beaten. one of those things right. that you cannot, you can, 
you can analyse it all you want. It's like the, the better team won on the day. They were absolutely world class, arguably best attacking line in the world. You could put it up against anyone's, couldn't you? Mm. You know, Paris, City, Man U. And it's just one of those. Mm. You've just got to, you've just got to move on. You've got you know, it's Where's he playing Dan James on? Um, he came on for Harrison on the left. Yeah. Mm. Like and I think, yeah, yeah, because there's like, that's where he plays the best. That's where he plays his best football on the left yeah. as well. Did he, would, how did he go? All right. Yeah, well, the game was gone, yeah. right? Yeah. I, mean, I, haven't really, I, I, I was there, so it's hard to, um, I haven't watched, I only saw the highlights of basically their goals. I couldn't watch. He seemed to be doing all right. Didn't I do couldn't watch wrong. it again. I couldn't watch it again. Um, Guess there's a talk about like playing Harrison because Harrison switches Rafinha, don't they? They do that all yeah, the time. Yeah. But playing Rafinha in the middle, Rafinha didn't playing, have a good game, I thought. But no, he didn't have a he didn't, he didn't have a great game. No one did really, apart from Meslier and um, Phillips. And Phillips, unreal, yeah. You know, so I just think it's one of those you've just got to move on. It's first four games. And look, a point against Burnley away isn't great, but it's not the worst result. Point against Everton at home really looks like a good result now. It's really our place to go, really place yeah. to go and get I, a result. I think it's the only point Everton have dropped so far was a point against us. We were better than we were the better team. Arguably, they could have scored a couple. They had more one, chances than us, but we we dominated. But it's not a bad more. point. And then we got hammered by two teams that are going to be uh, going to get shit loads of points this year. Yeah. So the season starts Newcastle next three four games for me. Yeah, so it's I'm a, a massive, bit more. Yeah, it's a massive game. But every game is a massive game. But I mean. People the, listening to this will have the benefit of knowing if we went on like a seven-game losing streak or something. I think we'll be all right. I still think we're the, we can be in the best of the rest of that mid-table mix and still be um, like maybe Nick top 10, but you know, 11th, 12th isn't a bad season. I think, I think we're definitely struggling in midfield. I think they yeah, need to find someone evident, to slot yeah. alongside whether, whether Click re regains his form from, you know, 1920, um, whether... I was just saying that kid that is that Lewis Bate from Chelsea. Yeah, yeah. He did. He had a really, a really good game against uh, West Ham in the twenty threes. He looks really good. But one thing that does, I say, concern me. We always revert to the fact that look, Bielsa knows best. We all know that. Yeah, we've talked about this. Like you, you can't question God. You can't, yeah, you can't. But question we're him. human, right? So everyone has their doubts, don't they? But but one thing that does piss me off a little bit is his reluctance to to play like is to promote from the twenty threes. You know, you've got uh, Somerville, Greenwood, Geldart. Um, let's give him let's see how this season progresses because Stroik came in last year Shackleton's come through yeah Shackleton has like, come through but he's, I mean he's used him sparingly hasn't he? I mean Shackleton's one of my favourites mm, you know great utility yeah, like player, Stevens but. got Oliver Casey they all got minutes in the championship and obviously haven't impressed or kicked on but we'll see because there's a lot knocking on the door heavily now do you know yeah, that I mean? that I hear that he's a proper world beater he yeah. really really is but I mean the thing is you know unless you're playing him as as a, as a as a ten, um, he's not gonna ask Bamford because obviously Rodrigo's next in line if Bamford's injured. But... The only way I kind of see him get him on is if like Bam Bamford's had a world, he scored two goals, and like you bring him off after seventy five minutes. Or if we get someone in the cup after if we beat Fulham, hopefully he's like lower down and we're three 0 up after half time. Yeah, yeah. The second half or something, hopefully. Sorry, I'm in this week. It's a little bit unprofessional. <laughs> Who's this to, to bring it on? Um, yeah, but like the crew game we had. I kind of expected to see Somerville and, you know, Gildart. He took it seriously. Though. And he took it, I mean, to be fair to him, he, he kind of thought, right, I want to have a good cup run here. So the team did look really, really strong, to be fair. Are you, because uh, we haven't, we touched on Leeds United now and again, there's a lot of Leeds United podcasts out there. Mm. There's loads, isn't there? I wanted to do an episode around, like, whether they're a good or bad thing. Like, like Arsenal Fan TV is the classic example. Like, basically, the model's built on them being 
bad. Yeah, like everyone yeah, yeah. tunes in or listens. Everyone hypes up after the yeah. last over. So, as a player, what did you? We've talked about it before, but did you tune much? And you know when there's like negative stuff online, isn't it? You, you, you know, you know, you know where the momentum's at. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I don't. You don't go flipping looking at forums and stuff like that. You There's might see tweets. I don't know. I don't know actually. I think if you religion, we, probably we, not. There was no I think like the younger ones then, might do. There. But what about match reports? Because I suppose it's like a, a review. Mm. Like I think most actors yeah, read reviews. Yeah. Like you know, you want you want to know. You're searching for the good stuff. And the one negative line is the only one that sticks. Yeah, I think, I think you do that. That's when human you, I think you do that when you're younger. I think you do that when you're younger and. Um, you know, just to see how it's how you're being portrayed or whatever. You know, like as you're coming up and if your performance has been. But I think as you get older, it's just within the. Do you know what I mean? It's within the team. I, I, I'd I'd never look at reports. I'd never yeah, read yeah. a review. I'd never, I'd never read the magazines about specific topics with rhinos. Do you mm. know what I mean? Like I just, mm. it, it was just like I say, it's like different reality for you in it compared to what everyone else is looking in it and I guess we're talking about Leeds United and we're purely think, speculating because would they listen to the podcast and stuff like that or did you think players just shut that out no yeah no, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't I wouldn't have thought so no way not being an elite level sportsman but myself they mm. must see like when the Arsenal fan TV clips come out they that's go a diff- that's everywhere a di- that's they a must see that, the viral they sort must of see like, those ones and like. I bet lads hammer him. do you know like, oh fuck have you seen yeah, <laughs> but yeah. that's got, been, been that's become it's that that's almost like a parody of itself now though because that's like Arsenal TV is the best example of that you know and I'm sure that it started like quite organically but now surely they must seek out like the biggest nutter you yeah. know who's going to sort of like come up with some absolute gold because hmm. I listen to Square Ball now and again and they're they're, they're quite good like a lot more moderate. Um, but I guess I, I, they've got a YouTube channel now. But is I, the, I don't. We do we have a big like fan reaction one. I don't really see like a Leeds United, and I don't, I'm not sure I want to. But do you know what I mean? <laughs> I follow a kid on. I, I follow a kid on um, YouTube, and he either used to be on Squareball podcast or another really popular. It might be all Leeds our way. I don't know whether that's. It was a really popular um, Leeds United podcast, and he's just all over it for like transfer news you know really good information mm. so it's not so much for like um debrief of a match or whatever it'll just be there's some tra- really good pages on that now like all stats aren't we I think oh the all stats are we going oh, just, dead. i oh, mean I that's really interesting yeah is that, is, like, is, is that his full-time job because the work that he puts into that is it's just amazing yeah fantastic well so he just smashes the stats for these games they, what, what? they really just go down and break down like how we're going to look in the next game and what to look out for the other team. And really? I think they've got quite a lot of patrons now, so I think, you know, they may oh, really? Are, yeah, yeah. Making a bit of money out but of it. But it's really interesting. So. It kind of helps you when you're watching the game. You're like, uh, stuff to look out for. Mm. But yeah. But no, I think, look, um, I've backed Leeds for the title. I got 150 to one, but then I always put a stupid little bet on. But I do think, um, you know, once we find a, a little bit of momentum, I still look, we're essentially the same team last year. All this would be found out bollocks is just that exactly. It's bollocks. Yeah, I know. You know, well, I think we're, if anything, we're an, we're an improved uh, version of last year. I think we're... We're not seeing it yet. I think no, we're going to miss, I think we're going to miss, I think we're going to miss Alioski. I think for me, Jury's still out on Junior Furpo. Um, but if anything, we've improved that attack. 
find someone to just sit alongside Phillips in midfield, whether that's Click. I don't think it's Dallas. I think he's a great utility player, but I think we need to find like a proper... I like the three of them playing there because it gives you a little bit more stability and maybe dropping Rodrigo and just using him as... Yeah, I wouldn't play Rodrigo as a 10. That's, that's another thing. But no, I think in a nutshell, I think it's positive. How's Dallas been going this year? Not the same as last year. Yeah. Neither is Ailing. Yeah. Ailing's not like... It's nah, I mean, the, yeah. Scored that flipping... Screaming though, didn't he? I was there. I was oh, yeah. Best moments of my life. <laughs> and it lasted about five minutes. They were three one up already within yeah, five yeah, minutes. Yeah. I, I just thought that's the universe. That was the equaliser as well, wasn't it? Yeah, one all. So it mattered. It's great. Yeah, I just yeah, watched yeah. it at the Peacock just as that. I was looking for my mates and I was like, where the fuck are they? And then I just all of a sudden it all went off. Yeah, yeah. And then all my mates were like, he's here, that's it. He's here. You cannot go in anyways. You know, like I was some sort of lucky and omen. And then literally they conceded about get 10 out. minutes later. It's like, get out. <laughs> Um, on to the more important stuff, right? Fantasy football. So I joined Foxy's league last year with all his mates. Yeah, he won it. Look, look, he won it. He won it. All right, let's just get, cut to the chase. <laughs> don't, build the, don't, don't do the big build-up because I can't do it. I haven't played it for probably about eight, nine get years. Lost. Right, get lost. Get lost. I actually hadn't. Yeah. I hadn't. Give over. But um, I walked in. Yeah, quite, no, you, there's listen. about 200 in it, would you say? Yeah, yeah, of course. There's about 12. No, there's, there's about 30 or 20. There's about 20. There's not 30. There's literally, there's about, there's about 17 lads in it. It's going bigger. It's getting bigger. There's 17 lads in it. I think there's 20 this year. 10 are buying, I think. You haven't started too well though, have you, mate? No, I've started really badly this year, yeah. yeah. So, But, yeah. you know, I'm still confident. But what I noticed, right, I don't know if anyone listening gets this. The reason I left it, because I thought, oh, I'm not enjoying football as much anymore. And just recently, I've started getting that feeling of like, it's starting to freaking go around my head a lot. Like playing my, my mental health. I'll be like going, yeah, massively. Like Antonio got sent off and I put him in. I should have put Trent in. Yeah, I could have yeah, afforded yeah. Trent if I dropped him down to 4.5. And you go through all these ruminations and it's like, <laughs> I'm not sure it's that helpful sometimes. Like, I'm it, trying it, to set some rules around it. Look, like, I look on Friday before and I try and leave it midweek. Because you can drive yourself mad, right? There's like YouTube channels. I'll tell you what, not last year, but the year before. I, uh, I dropped Firmino after sticking with him for ages. I thought I've had enough. Like he didn't score enough goals. <laughs> Went and scored an trick, didn't he? Did and I just cannot. <laughs> it still gets brought up now if we're out in the booze at all. If we're all, all together and uh, Firmino comes on, I'll just someone will look over and just be like, I'll just get a look, and it's like, yeah, it still hurts. <laughs> but I bet I actually that's him. the thing. I was like, I, I told you, I lost the mates lead with like the last five minutes. Yeah, when Leeds conceded in that last game to West Brom, they're freeing it up. I lost the league by like a few points based on that goal being conceded. That's tough, is that? And then it was like another uh, league was like 20 quid buying or something. And it was my mate's home, it was like my main rival at home picked me right at the post and I was leading for 36, 38 oh. weeks. And I was like, this is actually like, I'm trying not to, I'm trying to be mindful, but I was like, this is ruining my day. Like, um, it was really hard to get over it. I've got a couple of little rivalries in my own league with like a couple of mates and like I won like my little mini league, like you obviously as the sort of season goes on, like my mate Greeny, we were back and forth, back and forth. And I, and I beat him, like went down to the last game of the, of the season. He beat me the, the season before. And the season before that, we finished level on points, right? We're actually in, in the box in town. And um, like that day, that Sunday, so everyone was playing at three o'clock, three o'clock kickoff all games. Was it bonus points that got down? So listen, um, no, I ended up finishing above him. So it was only a tenner, but it's like the bragging white, it's the bragging rights that are more valuable. Yeah, yeah. As the tenner over, and then the next day, it's like, oh, look, we finished on the same points, which we did when the bonus points upgraded. 
But um, but I finished above him in the table. I'll just about it. No, apparently. Well, then they go down to transfers, mate. He goes, he goes yeah, down yeah. to transfers, mate, don't he? But at the time, I didn't realise. I was like, no, I finished above you in the table. But since found out that it goes down to how yeah, many yeah. transfers you've made, so useful bit of info for that. But yeah, no, if anyone else, that resonates. Let it's tough, man. man, it's tough. There's three things. You've got to manage that stuff, man. Obviously, the other day I was like, it's going on my head. I was like, ah, oh, I played my wild card. And I was like, this omen and arrow and all this stuff. I was like, I've got to get back to stuff which matters, man, like yeah. the real world. Yeah. There's three things that can... We're like, fucking good as humans are, we're just getting involved in shit. Yeah, 100%. Trying to explain why that matters to, like, to Claire. Yeah. It's, when you, it's when you hear yourself saying it, you're like, <laughs> no, sorry, it, it's not real, but yeah. it's like, if they do well for my team, yeah. it does matter. I get to tell fuck. Yeah. That's <laughs> it, that's what it boils down to, it's bragging rights. Yeah. Um, but there's three things that can spoil my weekend. Leeds losing, um, my bet not coming in, or just missing out on a bet. Yeah, um, missing and out. My fa- and my fantasy football league, if I uh, if I do particularly bad. Speaking of betting, I don't know if you saw Paul Merson today. Oh, he was no. going around on Twitter. It was quite moving. They're reading bits from like I think it was a letter he'd written himself. I think he's lost all his money again or something. Really? Gambling. Or he's in a bad way. Really? That's funny because I was lockdown. watching um, a documentary last night called a little bit of it like uh, the Premier League years, like a four-part. Yeah, yeah. And there was, they were focused on the bit where he had his press conference and he broke down and he was speaking um, as, like it must have been like a few months ago whenever they made the documentary, talking about, you know, what a sort of like low place he was at. So he's, uh, yeah, he's kind he of in a bad place again. Yeah, I think, he, I think I want to get this right, he got um, drawn in again in lockdown. So like the world events were really depressed and um, he got back into the, the addict mindset, like kind of took over again. Yeah, and right. we've got a, a podcast coming up, which we're booking with um, a guy whose dad lost everything to gambling. So it's an area we're going to talk about. Wow, it's interesting, yeah, it's, it's, like it's, it's interesting that actually. It is because it's. it's I, I'm fine. Like, I can manage it, but I can understand that. Like it's just a bit of fun. You put a bit of money in the game, but I can understand for some people if you can't manage it, it's serious. I know. I know lads before before online betting apps and that sort of thing. They'll go in the buckets and they bang all the wages in, and they bang all the wages on a uh, like a month's wages on a on a horse. You know that's before the introduction of betting apps. Yeah. And I've always had a little bet. I'm lucky enough to be able to. Don't get me wrong. Sometimes. I feel the compulsion if you know I've, yeah, yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll ration myself like 20, 30 quid a week and uh, if that goes on a Saturday I kind of think you know like I'll, I'll do my Saturday bet and I think if that goes by if I stupidly pick the 12 o'clock kickoff I'll think oh, I'll, just put, I'll just put another 20 quid and I've been guilty of sort of like going up to you know 40, 50 quid but like I mean they're regulated to an extent aren't they but I mean surely there's this, this guys I've done loads of campaigning I think around like trying to get better regulations so I think it'd be a good episode to try and yeah, that'd be get interesting. Into how we how they can protect the people because I know someone who actually uh, is, is banned from all betting sites because he does so well it's horses it's his stuff really because yeah. he does so well yeah yeah That's so they, fair, is they, it? they won't let you continue to bet with them it's quite well known, yeah. There's that first and gamblers where you can't, so they use other people's accounts to bet with, and the other you give ten percent commission. That's um, all right, isn't it? Have you got his number? <laughs> I do, yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, you, you got too good at it now, mate. You got too good. Well, at it, yeah. I guess they say it's like a pub can refuse to serve a customer, right? Yeah, but only if he gets what too drunk. Yeah. Yeah. You're too winning. <laughs> Not really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, not really. But no, yeah, they, they generally ban you if you start taking too much money. Yeah, they look like accounts. Anyway, I'm sure we'll get into all that. I'm, I'm pretty sure that's it. of footballers that literally have three quarters of the wages that go straight to the pockets. 
Yeah, yeah. thingy at um, thingy at Leeds allegedly. John Matteo was it? No, no, no. Um, um, striker. Oh, really fast. Striker. Okay. What was his name? <laughs> Scottish. 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 Um, played for Dan Ross McCormack. Ross McCormack. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he'd struggled a little bit. So I did. Is it big in rugby league? People having an issue with it, or I think they do not come across it. Many young lads, you can. A lot of downtime, a lot, yeah. of, lot of sort yeah, of like yeah, disposable cash. So easy, you can obviously you got disposable cash. You like you getting the money coming in, and then there's a lot of time. Like I say, a lot of downtime. Mm. You sometimes done by twelve one. Sometimes like there's players that will go into the buckets and they'll flip in, go on roulette. Really? 100, 200 quid spins, lose it, do it again. It's bad, isn't it? Yeah. That just like, makes me feel anxious thinking about it. It's not a good play. It's people, you get to know, like, they, they've stopped their roulette wheels now, haven't they? They've stopped. I, I don't think you can go in and put, I think there's like maximum bets of like flipping 10 quid or something. Really? But you mean on the machines in, in the, betting shops? In the stuff? actual shops, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, they've, but even still, those things are dead. But yeah, I think I they've mean, tried to regulate a bit. And you can only have two like or something. Money, or... You put money in and you flip in, just bang it up. And people would just literally like just smash it to bits and it'd just go. They'd, they'd see it drop. Yeah. Some people would go and see it drop and they'd walk out because they knew it's dropped at that place where they'd not got a bet on. Right. And I'd like, stand, I'd like stop and be like, what's he doing? Why? I'm like waiting to see if he actually wins and he's, he's already gone, he's like, do you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. but that, that's, you know, you, you've got, you're in that environment, like egging each other on or whatever, mm. you're, you know, you're flipping, finishing at 12, it's like, you've had a coffee, you go, there's a monkey's over us. Yeah, you have And look, they sponsor the shit out of all sports as well, don't yeah, they? Yeah, so right. I think that could be, that could be maybe the next one, um, like with obviously nicotine and alcohol. Yeah, um, the 80s and 90s sponsored everything ever within there, and that was sort of that was that was cut. Maybe that's where that's where it's heading. Is it's that all they just got to get better regulation? And I mean, how did how did they do that? I think they are getting better. But look, please gamble responsibly. All right. Okay. Oh, cheers. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, the point. That little disclaimer at the end. That's really. You don't think about that when you're flipping. No, when you're in deep. Your house, yeah, no, no, no. Fucking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> don't matter about being responsible now. No, no. I fucked that a long time ago. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that'll be a good, a good chat with podcast. Yeah, so we're looking forward to that one. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other thing I wanted to bring up, mate, was uh, Jumbo Chords. Do you want to tell us a little bit of a plug? So I knew you were back in, you, your first love was wanting to be a musician, right? Like, Music was my first yeah, love, yeah. Chris. And it will be my last. <laughs> <laughs> but you got back into it recently, as in? Over, the, over just at the start of lockdown, actually. You got the band back together. Got the band know. back together. No, it was never a thing before, but um, this particular band, anyway. A lad who I was sort of friendly with, a lad called Andy Armitage, who used to be in like quite a big ladies band called The Colours back in the day, like mid nineties. They were on the verge of getting signed and supported some really good bands um, way back when. So yeah, he just rung me and he said, "Oh, he sent me a message. He said, oh, do you fancy getting a band together?'" And I wonder, asked. And he sent me some stuff, and I actually thought, oh, a bit, I'll have a listen to it. And when I listened to the songs, they were really good. So just over lockdown, we just, um, when we could, actually, I think lockdown came before we'd actually, did we practice before lockdown? I can't remember. But it was around about that time. But then when restrictions were lifted, started to practice, and then, yeah, played our first gig a couple of weeks ago, Rodley Social Club. I mean, forget. When you play the guitar, 
drums. Drums and backing vocals, mate, yeah. It's quite funny because I remember yeah. you called me and you were like, it's the sort of place where I think people were expecting covers, isn't it? And you're like, no. Oh, no, that's the thing. Oh, is that? <laughs> it's no covers, it's all original. So yes. we played. Did you play Wonderwall? No, someone came up halfway through. In fact, halfway through the set, and we weren't on the stage as such, we were just playing on the floor. <laughs> halfway through the set, this fella came up and he went, um, I'm just asking on behalf, it's not for me, this mate, I'm just asking on behalf of this lady over there, do you know Mr. Brightside? And I went, uh, I know how drums, mate. I said, but I don't think these know it. So, oh, would you would you mind playing it? I went, well, I can play it on the drums, but it'll just be the drums and it won't be no, nothing else. <laughs> oh, right. Uh, and then halfway through, I went, I know you, don't I? <laughs> And it turned out he knew my dad. I was a little bit unnerved when someone says, I know your face. You know, it's almost followed by like, oh, you owe me some money. Or, I'm going to ching you. But he didn't. Uh, but yeah, the thing what is that it's all original stuff. And it's, they're really, really good songs. Um, but people want to hear covers. And it was, it was in a boozer, yeah, social yeah. club. Really, no, no one's going to stop and listen to see if you play the originals. But we did all right, actually. We won them over. Did, did you have to win them over a bit without the in-song chat and stuff? Or? Well, yeah, I just I just threw in like a couple of really shit gags. Like I had, uh, so I, I actually, so we started by, I said, um, to welcome everyone, wear jump or chords, and we're going to play you a few songs. I'm going to start things off by asking, have we got any, uh, got any Whitney Houston fans in, in this Couple of women in the back went, yes, yes. I went, oh, fantastic. Uh, love a bit of Whitney Houston. <laughs> Let me just ask you a question here. What is Whitney Houston's favourite type of coordination? Silence. I just went, hand eye. <laughs> oh my God. Hand eye. So I just, hand eye coordination. I know, yeah. It's a good, I mean, I love them shit jobs. So, I mean, they just did not, I was just met. Because that got their attention a little bit. Yeah, I got yeah. the Whitney Houston's fans. So they thought they're getting there. Uh, I want to dance with somebody or something like that. So they just, I got their attention and I just hit them with it. And there was just complete silence. <laughs> All the conversation stopped and everything. And they looked at me. And I was just like, it's and I, uh, and I coordination. It's, anyway, uh, one, two. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that was it. I thought so, you were going to say um, Bed Bath and Beyond. She died in Bath, didn't she? Bed Bath and Beyond. <laughs> <laughs> No, that, that was not. Um, oh, no. I kind of, I kind of thought, considering I've, I seem to have um, genuine Whitney Houston fans there, I better just uh, keep it respectful. But I just, um, I did, uh, I did the old. Oh, I'd just like to thank. Uh, I'd just like to say a big thank you to my neighbour for lending me a large plastic sheet tarpaulin. So I just threw a, I threw oh, a few of those in, and uh, and it, I think to I be like honest, bed, bath and beyond. That's a good one, that. Not, I've not heard, I've not heard. I've just made it all. Oh, is that a coordination? Yeah. No, it's not really coordination. No, no, no. I think nine's... Coordination, but I think nine's lead, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I'd lead I think, in this. Yeah, 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 the setup with it doesn't really work, yeah, Stephen. Uh, that's probably right, the joke's Yeah, 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 that's it. You perform them. So well, one can actually do it. It's a good answer, isn't it? But you just do need the front part. It's the question. It's all about the setup. That's life, isn't it? It's the question. It's all about the setup. I think that's better than I'm by. It's not really. It's not, is it? With it! Because that ties in with a most famous song, I Will Always Love You, right? The most famous part of the song. And then. You know, the setup, what's Whitney Houston's favourite type of coordination? Hand-eye. Actually, I heard it on a podcast that week ago. That, that joke? Laugh. Yeah, yeah. Are you having a laugh? I could play the Mark Commode and Mayo Film Review. They had that literally like a week ago. So they yeah. might have stolen it from you, but... I did that two weeks ago at one of the social clubs, so... You were first. I was there first, mate. Yeah, I think the coordination bit for me, we were thinking... 
You're still trying to get a go in. I think he was going, go to the bed, you go, this is the order, you go, bed, bath, and then she's gone beyond. Oh, Stevie. My advice to you is to let that one go, mate. I'm still trying to figure out where that's going. Thank you for listening to you. <laughs> for listening. Oh, that is the, the rest of the end of the day. Yeah. Tell you what, we should get one of your songs to play it out or something if you if you can send one over, like, a minute or... Well, we've got... Uh, get his intro, get his intro. i tell you what. We've not finished any demos yet, but as soon as we do... What, what, what gigs have you got coming up? So we've got... I ain't got a date, so oh, this is really... The, the worst sort of advert ever. We've got, we've got a gig in November so somewhere. somewhere. Again. No, not so somewhere. We might play together, don't that? Not be nice back. We've got a, a gig... I have... Listen. I'm joking. Not even for that. Surprise, I'm upset I didn't get an invite. I think yeah. I did invite you. Did you? I think so. Okay, I thought you might be playing yourself in before you start spreading it loads a bit, but... What was it like getting back out there? It was good. It was really good. And we had a good drink afterwards. But the other thing is, I said I promised everyone off because I live local. I'll go pick all the gear up the next day. It's a fucking nightmare. Hungover. Took Cedric the dog down with me and uh, Foxy's dog Cedric is nasty. Yeah, yeah, that one the best idea. Uh, but you know, we've got we've got a couple of gigs coming up. We've got, um, but I don't know where they are. So they're going in November. <laughs> so <laughs> catch Jumbo Chords. So uh, I was going to try and text uh, quickly, but I can't be asked. We'll put it on the show notes and we'll put it in the intro. Could you do that? Yeah, yeah. yeah definitely. I'll text you. Yeah, yeah. We've got, got, we need an intro and outro of your song. We'll get Foxy to do it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you what we'll do is we could maybe do like a, a little acoustic version of something which would be quicker to do rather than wait for us to finish the studio demo. Yeah. How does that grab you? Yeah, yeah. That's what they said. If this was connected, that would be the name of the episode. Yeah, yeah. Bed, bath, and build. I'm gonna make that joke. <laughs> please don't. <laughs> yeah. Please don't. I'm gonna put this weight back. That's how slow yeah. my brain got now. Like that. Oh. 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 It's, it's, good. Great, it's a great, punch, it's a great punchline, mate. But uh, it's a good punchline. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's the way the punchline. There's got to be. The setup, innit? You found the hook without the jam, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Another news, thanks for listening to the podcast. And we'll play out to Paul Fox Jumbo. Yeah.